Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. All right. Welcome. Welcome, my friends, to another exciting episode of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Henneka Watkins-Porter. Today, we have the pleasure of hosting a digital marketing expert and the founder of Funanetics. But before we proceed, let's take a moment to hear from our valued partners at the Jamaica Stock Exchange. We needed to raise capital. But our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing? Or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today, we indeed, as I mentioned before, have the pleasure of hosting Mikhail Dio, a digital marketing expert and founder of Funanetics. He is a seasoned entrepreneur known for scaling businesses to seven figures with a passion for efficient growth. He successfully transformed IIFYM, and he'll tell us what that is, and White Coat Digital, achieving a remarkable revenue milestone. Based in Toronto with his family, Mikkel's innovative focus catapulted Funalytics to success, garnering 50,000 users and $1.4 million in revenue from within 10 months. That's $1.4 million in revenue within 10 months. Funanetics simplifies marketing through a visual tool, aiding marketers in understanding customer journeys, proving ROI, and optimizing funnels. Welcome, Mikhail. Thank you very much for having me. I'm my pleasure to be here. Oh, absolutely. It is indeed my pleasure to have you. All right. We're going to be talking today about unlocking success, scaling businesses, and simplifying marketing. Before as what I like to say, get into the meat of the matter. I have a little uh, icebreaker question for you. Okay. So if your life, Mikhail, were a marketing funnel, what would be the three key stages and what objectives would you use to describe them? <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, if my life was a marketing funnel, what would be the three key objectives? Right. And, so, and those stages. So the three stages that you, you know, run through in those fun, uh, funnel, in that funnel and the objectives, the adjectives rather, sorry, the adjectives rather that oh, you would describe. Um, okay. Um, so I would say something like innovation would be kind of the first stage. I, I, I would definitely um, consider myself a, an innovator. Um, 
So I would say basically innovation would be stage number one and then experimentation. Uh, and then it would lead to growth. So I'd start with having, you know, I, I consider myself quite an, an innovator that then kind of leads to experiments and testing things and trying new things, which eventually lead to growth in my, in my own life and uh, in the business. All right. Okay. All right. I mean, what a way to break the ice, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely something to think about. I've never, never, ever thought about that before. I'm sure. All right. So talk about innovative creation. Let's start there as one of your adjectives. So uh, phonetics, that's in itself is an innovative uh, idea, creation, invention. Talk to us about that. You know, where did the idea come from? What does, I mean, I gave a little away in the intro, but just get into the basics for us, the foundation. Yeah, no problem. So um, as you kind of mentioned at the very beginning, I, I, I've been doing digital marketing for a long time. Uh, it's it's kind of one of my passions and, and my core skill sets. It's how do we consistently find strangers uh, and convert them into customers. That's something that I've, I've been trying to figure out for a very long time. And one of the ways that you kind of think about this is you really have to map out the journey that you're going to take a stranger through in order for them to become a customer, right? So when somebody's never heard of you, what are all the different touch points? What are the pages, the ads, the the review sites, all these things that they go through in order for them to become a customer? And as a marketer, our job is to orchestrate that journey. It's to architect it. It's to kind of think about the best ways to um, make that happen. And one of the things that I do or, or most marketers do is that we visualize that journey on some sort of whiteboard or some sort of diagramming tool. Uh, but the problem is it never really works the first time. You, you've always got to figure out where are the bottlenecks, what's working, what's not working in this journey. Uh, you may have orchestrated or, or architected a, a beautiful journey in your mind, but in reality, there's always going to be challenges and there's always going to be things that just don't work. Then you have to look at these charts and these graphs and you have to combine spreadsheets and you have to download data from different places to try to understand what is working versus what is not. And when I conceptualized Phonolytics, the thought process was very simple. Well, wouldn't it be cool if you could just merge your visual strategy that you have on a whiteboard with your data so that you could just basically overlay all of your numbers, all of your data right there on that same visual strategy uh, so you could see where are those bottlenecks, what is working, what is not, where, how are people moving through all of these steps? Uh, and then that way you could just make a decision based on a visual picture as opposed to trying to dissect charts and graphs and spreadsheets. Uh, and that's fundamentally what Phonolytics is. And that's the kind of business that we we started or, or the product, I should say, that we built uh, is, is this tool that allows you to visualize your customer journeys and overlay all of your data right there on top to understand what's working versus what's not. So thank you for that bit of information that you shared. That background was actually very key in, in, in creating that foundation, laying that foundation for me to ask my next question. So what I want to find out, Mikhail, is um, 
when you're talking about a customer journey, a stranger trying to find, you know, uh, they're actually, let me use an example. So there is somebody, a stranger now looking to buy your digital product, whether it is a workshop, a webinar, whatever it is that you're doing online. What would a typical, ideal, best practice scenario looks like for a customer journey? Oh, yeah, there's there's not really not any specific uh, ideal scenario. Um, we, we kind of look at it as there's really, you know, six essential funnels that we kind of look at as marketers um, to try and convert strangers into customers. However, um, you can't really say that there's a specific one for every product, right? It, it depends on the price of the product uh, it, or the service. It depends on what is the core call to action. Are you trying to get somebody to pull out their credit card and buy right there on an order form on your website? Or are you trying to get them onto a phone call so that you can sell them through a sales um, person and, and through a sales cycle? So that has a big impact on on it and then simultaneously also the the price in which the product is so some products require a lot more education where therefore you may need some webinar or uh, a longer form presentation or you may need more touch points uh, versus something let's say that is seven dollars um really doesn't require much education. It's kind of something very ad hoc that people would buy. Therefore, it requires very little in terms of touch points. It requires very little in terms of education. And you can use just a regular sales page. So ultimately, it depends on on those two core factors. Now, there are two core things that will always need to be in place in order to really convert a stranger into customer. Number one, you've got to change the relationship from a random visitor into a lead. So at some stage, you will need to collect information on that person, their name, their email, their phone number, uh, in order to be able to follow up. Because very rarely can you convert somebody straight from cold, they don't know who you are, without any sort of follow-up sequence or without any sort of kind of continuous um, education or nurturing. So the first thing you 100% need is the ability to convert that random person into a lead by getting their phone number. Uh, not, their phone number is not necessary, but at least getting their email. The second thing is you then need some form of sales presentation. Now, it doesn't mean that that presentation has to be slides on a, you know, on a PowerPoint. Um, it also doesn't mean it needs to be a video, uh, but some sort of page or, or video or conversation or, or something, a presentation that will sell the product that you're trying to sell, right? That is what's going to then get them to do that call to action, which is either getting them to schedule a call with you or getting them to put in their credit card on an order form. So those are the two key steps. You must have a way to capture their details to get a lead, and you must have a way to ultimately sell them, right? Convince them that your product and your solution is uh, the right thing for them. And then in terms of the education aspect, very much depends on the price and the call to action 
that you have within your product or your service. So hopefully that helps answer a little bit of the question. All right. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because you're telling me there's no one size fits all. It depends um, a lot on what it is, price points, and so many other factors. But thank you for giving us something to work with that you know the audience can can take away in terms of some considerations as they're thinking about you know that customer journey, that customer experience, and how to best um, get them to know, like, and trust you. So. The reality is, Mikhail, that scaling businesses to seven figures is no easy feat, right? Um, not many get to do that. What are some key strategies you believe contributed to your success? Uh, the first thing that you have to realize is, you're right, scaling to seven figures or eight figures is uh, not easy per se, but it is simple. There is a formula, and I, I really like the saying that something just because something is simple does not make it easy. However, um, simplicity is the key to scale. Okay, keeping things very simple is one hundred percent the key to making things happen. So you should be thinking about one product for one audience using one core sales motion or or marketing funnel if you want to kind of talk about it now the key here though is to understand that there are phases between zero to seven figures the first phase which i kind of like to call the six figure phase which is getting from zero to six figures is very much based on hustle a lot of times people think I, sh I need a funnel right away or I need a way to sell my my product or my, my service and I need to build all these automations and these systems and uh, build my webinar. And, and the reality is when you're first trying to get to that six-figure mark, you have no proof. You have no proof that your product is the right product. You have no proof that you have the right messaging. You have no proof that you have the right audience that you know who you want to go after. And therefore, if you wanted to go after a cold audience and you wanted to build a funnel, you will waste and spend a lot of money testing and experimenting because you don't fully know what you're, you're doing. So in that first kind of zero to six figure mark, and usually I kind of like to call it, you know, up to the $200,000 mark, your goal and your job is to basically do whatever it takes to just make sales. So very much go and have one core offer that you're going to keep pitching and keep going and selling as often as you can to get to that stage. Why? Because it's going to make you realize exactly who cares about that offer. What is the actual hook of that offer? And how am I actually going to deliver that offer? That is kind of that first phase. Then you move on to the second phase. And the second phase is then, okay, great. I've gotten proof. I know what my offer is. I understand what my core um, customer is. I've sold it a handful of times or, you know, cons pretty consistently, but mostly I've probably used my network or um, people that I know or maybe referrals to sell it. Well, I can't keep hustling my way to seven figures. Now I need to have some form of 
system, some, some form of funnel to basically attract that customer consistently and predictably over and over and over again. And most people, this is where they try to do too many things. This is where they try to complicate things by basically saying, well, I'm going to do uh, a webinar and I'm going to do my social media posts and I'm going to do, I'm going to manage my YouTube and I'm going to do this and that. And I'm just going to stack all sorts of tactics. But the problem is the more you test, the more you realize that, okay, every one of these tactics is purely an experiment. And every time you diversify, you're basically diversifying your attention. You're diversifying your resources. And it takes time and effort to dial in one tactic. So what you need to focus on is a single tactic that allows you to track that customer over and over again and refine that tactic consistently. Keep tweaking it, keep improving it until you realize, okay, this is actually working like a machine. Now you can go and push that. Now you can go and scale that. And eventually that tactic will cap out. Eventually that tactic will no longer have more capacity. Maybe this tactic, let's say it's a webinar that you're you're hosting and you're using Facebook ads to drive people to the webinar. I don't know, maybe that tactic will cap out at uh, $100,000 a month. And you can't, everything you try to do to push it further than that, it's no longer working and it keeps decreasing your, your, your revenue or whatever it is. So that's when you go and stack on the next tactic, right? And now you test the next one. And you know that your your webinar and with Facebook ads works at $100,000 a month, and it's it's good for that, but it, it can't go beyond that. So now you go and figure out, okay, maybe we're going to start using YouTube ads, and we got to test a, a slightly new webinar, or maybe we're going to use cold outreach, or maybe we're going to use this other tactic. But I think that that's where most people fail. It's because it's not that it's complicated. It's actually quite simple, right? I just gave you the playbook. It's it's really not actually complicated. What is hard is being disciplined enough to follow that process because it's not going to be easy to actually make that tactic work. It's not going to be easy to figure out what is my offer and how to pitch it. It's not going to be easy to go after and try to get on calls with people in your LinkedIn network or whatever it is and and sell it as many times as you can until you've proven it and you've gotten to that stage. It's going to require a lot of work. The process though is quite simple. So hopefully, hopefully I kind of clearly outline that and and it gave you a, a nice little roadmap there actually you have um you've given us enough to work with you know nice outline nice things to consider and i am actually thinking about all the things that you've said because right i know that you know there's such temptation for bright shiny objects you know to keep going after all these different things and to focus and I wish I had more time, but we are actually coming, uh, Mikhail, to the end of our conversation. And what I'd like to do for you to do for me as we wrap is to kind of share your final thoughts, you know, around we're talking about, um, you know, building your funnel. We're also talking about scaling the seven figures, right? Um, Because you've had the experience. Just kind of give your wrap, wrap us, take us around your final thoughts. What are you thinking as we 
close out this conversation, but also how might we get in touch with you and also be a part of what you're building at Funalytics? Yeah, you can always check out funnelytics.io and um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. That's kind of my social media of choice uh, when it comes to uh, communicating with with people and, and connecting with people. Um, and and in, in terms of final thoughts, um, simply put, really the best way for people to get to that seven-figure mark is to follow a playbook. Follow a proven playbook and don't deviate. You mentioned shiny object syndrome. We all face it. Even as I've scaled my businesses and as I've grown, um, I always get tempted with the next thing, or maybe we should try this, or maybe we should try that. And every time I've done that, it's always backfired. So what you need to really be thinking about is, can I be disciplined enough to just follow the playbook and take action? So I'll leave people with that final thought. All right. Thank you so much, Mikhail. It has been such a pleasure for me to have you on the Entrepreneurial You podcast, Mikhail Dear. But you know what? One thing we mentioned in the, before I close out officially, you, I mentioned in the intro about IIFYM. Kind of take 30 seconds and, and, and share a little bit about that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Why so, Digital. yeah. So, so White Coat Digital was my agency. Uh, IFYM was a business that I was a partner in. Uh, IFYM stands for If It Fits Your Macros. It was a nutrition and coaching business for uh, people who were looking to lose weight. And um, we we took that business or when I came in, that business was doing about $2,500 a month. Uh, and I came in and, and w- was able to kind of help ramp it up to about $5,000 a day. And the secret to that was just, again, figuring out what is the core offer and how do we create a one funnel for one core audience for one core customer uh, and just refining that process consistently and o- over and over again white code digital was my agency that kind of sparked the idea and the thought behind funnel experience. All right. Thank you so much for sharing. Didn't want to leave our audience hanging right there at all. All right. Again, thank you to Mikhail Dale for sharing his invaluable insights on the customer journey and strategies for scaling to seven figures. Stay tuned to more inspiring stories, episodes, um, you know, the conversation, discussions on the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Until next time, I'm Henneke Wakisporto signing off. Stay inspired. Keep refining your skills and tuning again for more to nurture your entrepreneurial spirit. Remember, your success journey is uniquely yours, but guess what? Success leaves clues and you can take from that which our guests or amazing guests give week after week after week. So for more information, visit hennikawatkisporto.com. You'll find the show notes and links related to today's episode. Connect with me too on social media. I'm active as Henneka Watkins Porto, LinkedIn. I'm also on Twitter a little bit. Um, YouTube a little bit (laughs) Facebook Instagram and a little bit on TikTok where I'm now predominantly on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn so as you affirm with me today I'm committed to unlocking success in my business by embracing scalability and simplifying my marketing strategies I confidently navigate challenges adapting and growing with the evolving landscape 
Every step I take towards scalability is a stride towards prosperity and every simplified marketing approach brings clarity and effectiveness. I trust in my ability to innovate, scale, and market my business with efficiency, creating a path to sustained success. Do take care.